This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura, precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome to GTC. I'm going to get this right off the bat. Get this out of the way, Bob. I'm not in a good mood. <laughs> All right. The Masters is over, and I can't golf. Yeah, what's up with that? Okay, like, at this point, at the very least, we should be hitting balls outside at ranges. At the very least. Yeah. That's and we're right. not even close, Bob. It's ugly out there, folks. My Leafs got destroyed in the first round. First in the game. first game first of the game. first round. Uh, now, hopefully, they can pull a Philadelphia and a bounce back. Flyers were big last night. Yeah. The, but, yeah. like, overall, I'm not happy. Well, you look outside, and uh, here's the weather forecast for you. If you're in the GTA, it's uh, ice storm likely on Sunday with expected power outages. Oh, <laughs> there wonderful. There's a freezing rain warning. Moisture-laden low, moisture low pressure over the central plain states will amble towards the Great Lakes this weekend. As the low approaches, brisk northeasterly winds will pump in cold Arctic air, mm. forcing temperatures below freezing. So if you look outside right now, if you're in the GTA area, it's uh, cold, damp, wet, and it's three degrees, but it feels like minus three. Oh, God. Now, I'm assuming our friends listening in TSN in Victoria and Vancouver this morning, are, I'm assuming they have spring. I think it's like crappy everywhere, but oh, those really? places, those places, they play golf 12 get, months a yeah, year. Yeah, they get there, golf right? 12 so, months a year. So in most of those places. So it's, at least they're golfing. Yeah. <laughs> so with the exceptions of our, our friends and our listeners listening out west and good morning, I think the rest of us in Canada are about to fall on the sword. It's time to, like, we're just not in a good spot right now. So have you uh, recovered from Masters Week? I have. Took me a little bit, I must admit. I was kind of beat up, but it it was a good week. Uh, It was an interesting week. We had an interesting winner. We had a great final round with some late charges. Uh, Some stuff I expected, some stuff I didn't expect. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty much always the way, but... Um, Does golf have its villain, Bob? I know we talked about this on TV, but I was a complete zombie this week, by the way, for 60 minutes. I was, too. I, I, was like, I made a couple, of, a couple of boo-boos that I corrected oh on Twitter. God. But I, do, I will tell you, know, I thought about that. You asked that question to me uh, on the TV show, whether he is now our villain. And I'm thinking, I don't think, A, I don't think he cares what he is. He wants to win. Yeah. B, he may be a villain now, but when September rolls around, Everybody's going to love Patrick Reed because That's he's going right. to be playing his Captain America role again. Right. So I think it depends on where, what slot you put him in, and um, it's it's certainly going to be interesting. I will say that on 18 green, um, when when he was coming up, I've never heard a kind of more muted, muted yes. reception applause. Like there was a huge ovation for Spieth, obviously, mm-hmm. big number, big yell and scream for for uh, Ricky. Ricky, yeah. And it wasn't like they were disappointed or they weren't mad they weren't booing him or anything no. but it was just so well, keep uh, in mind though bob this is one of the if not the most respectable crowds you'll get on a golf course yeah and the other thing someone else pointed out to me one of the local guys pointed out to me was that you know his family's from augusta and a lot of those fans are from augusta and they know that whole story about him and his family so you know there's there's that added element to it which i hadn't thought of so maybe the hometown works against him in a sense this exactly. time around question for you I just you, this just popped in my head now as you were talking because I'm thinking to myself his role 
changes in an international competition as to you know how people look at him. And if you're American and this guy's on your team, which is going to be the case for probably the near future for several events, uh, the first one being in Paris for the Ryder Cup, uh, when he appears at the Open Championship this year, is he a villain on European soil? Is he a villain? Villain, is or is it going to be curious word. to see? And, and, and listen, yeah, I'm using villain in the golf, uh, right, right. very similar. You know, maybe similar to the way New York fans treated Sergio. He's kind of the anti Ricky. <laughs> you know, people love Ricky, right? For better or worse, like right now, you could make a case that Patrick Reed is having a better career than Ricky is in certain cases. He's got a major. He's got a major. Um, but, yeah, you're right. You know, he reminds me. I kept thinking about, remember Ken Linsman, the hockey yeah, player? Yeah, the rat. Him the rat. The rat. You we got Marshawn playing that role in Boston. <laughs> you loved him if he was on your team. Right. You hate him if he's on the opposite. Uh, well, we had Darcy Tucker for a long Darcy time in Tucker, Toronto. Same, same thing, thing, right? That's right. Well, we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see. That's something to keep our eye on to see. And if Patrick Reed continues to play well, be interesting to see how European fans Embrace him in July. Now, mind you, that Open Championship crowd is a very highly educated golf crowd and usually very respectful as well. So we'll see how we'll that see. goes. We'll see how that goes. All right, we've got a, a, a jam-packed show really today, and we're switching gears a little from the Masters exhaustion that Bob and I are still going through. <laughs> that will, you know, we're gonna. There are other things in the golf world than the Masters and professional golf. In fact, we got Brooke leading, and we're going to get to that shortly. We have Brooke leading in the LPGA, but we got TJ Rule coming in the studio, talk a little travel, which we haven't really talked about since the fall. So we'll uh, give you some travel ideas. <laughs> it's a good time to pack your bags and get out of here well, anyway. <laughs> I know. Well, we should be golfing, but we can't, so you might as well leave. Um, obviously, winner's weird and what. Bob, you spoke to Dr. Stuart Love, and I, I, I haven't heard this yet, so I'm I, I'm looking forward to hearing this because he's the gentleman that patched together uh, Tony Fino. Tony Fino's he's a ankle. guy from, from Victoria. Right. So that's a, Can- a Canadian angle on Fino's ankle. So that that's cool. Uh, Eva Kovacs is a new Cedar Bray membership director. She's uh, popping in very quickly to let us know uh, what the options are at Cedar Bray this year. And, you know, obviously we should all, like, if you're thinking about shopping for a membership of any kind at any private club, you would think you'd be deeper into the tire kicking season by now. Not the case because of the weather. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of delayed everything. Um, winner's weird and what? Lots, scully time, lots to get to, but first let's do some news and headlines. News and Headlines is brought to you by Porter Airlines. Now flying direct to 16 Canadian destinations and 7 U.S. destinations direct, including Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Visit flyporter.com. Porter Airlines, flying refined. Brooke Henderson with the lead in the uh, the LPGA Tour, and this one's in Hawaii for the Lotte Championship, and it's a one-shot lead, but uh, Bob, she had this uh, tournament by the throat, really, with one round left to go, and then she did a little uh, Dennis Savard action. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, she actually burst out of the gates in the front nine. She, I think she made f- uh, three birdies in her first five holes, and she was up by five shots at one point, but struggled coming in. 16th hole, four putt, and then a bogey for a double bogey, and then a bogey on the last hole. Her lead is one. Uh, she's still very much in command. She was she putted beautifully through the first two rounds. Only took 50 putts, 26 and 24. Uh, yesterday, not so much. So she's got a uh, she's got a little bit of a race ahead of her. But she's in in uh, the driver's seat to win her sixth LPJ tournament. Yeah, and you got to figure, um, you know, 73 in the third round. Only one round left to go. You got to figure the odds of her shooting 
back-to-back rounds, poor back-to-back rounds are pretty slim, I would think. I think she likes this golf course. She's had good results there before, so I think we'll see if she can do it. Hey, listen, Canadians have had a good uh, good history in, LA, in, uh, in Hawaii. Uh, Lisa Walters won there. Donko Jones won there. So uh, maybe Brooke can add her name to that list. I like this one, and I... You know, we've kind of seen this coming for about a year now with little bits of information being released and an attitudinal change uh, towards uh, like DraftKings and Fantasy League. And now it's about to come full circle with Jay Monahan open to the concept of gambling uh, and, and you know, gambling sites and using the PGA Tour and, and, and using it as a revenue source. For the tour. Right. So the, the U.S. government is going to overturn a law banning uh, sports gambling. Now, right now, of course, you can gamble. There are four states that are exempt, most notably Nevada, where you can gamble at, uh, in Vegas. But the rest of the country, you can't gamble legally. And so there's a lot of people who are getting around it by having offshore places and things like that. Well, they're going to look at, and it looks like it's going to pass, they're going to allow legal sports gambling in the United States, and the PGA Tour is preparing. They've been, they've been working with uh, Major League Baseball and some other entities to try and figure out what you would gamble on. So they don't want to gamble on something like uh, a player missing a fairway. Right. They want to gamble on positive stuff, and it would all be based on the PGA Tour stats so it's official, and they've already worked apparently with their players to try and discuss exactly the integrity, how you're going to keep it, and make sure that no one's doing the old uh, Chicago Black Sox right, <laughs> scandals right. or things like that. So it's uh, it looks like they're ready to go as soon as uh, the government passes the law and PGA Tour, you'll be able to bet on something. We're not quite sure what exactly yet or who exactly yet, but it'll happen. Well, and you got to understand all this is happening already, right? It's, exactly. You can do it from the comforts of your living room, right. uh, offshore, and, you know, and, and of course none of the players, none of the charities attached to the PGA Tour, the, the, the entity itself of the PGA no one's getting a piece of this puzzle right now because it's all offshore, it's elsewhere. Why police something that, that's already happening when you can benefit a little from it? I mean, right? we got sports gambling right here in Ontario, right? Sure we do. Line. Yeah, right. So I always find a way to, to lay a little wager on golf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It came up brutal in the Masters. Uh. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll leave it at that. Tiger Woods. This is great. Tiger Woods commits to Shinnecock. Uh, surprise, surprise. No surprise there whatsoever. But I totally forgot this, Bob. You said this to me when we sat down this morning, and I'm like, yeah, I get, yeah, that's news. Sure, that's news. But, yeah, not that we're surprised. Okay. It's the last year of his 08 Tory Pines exemption. Yeah, based on where he is right now in the world rankings right. and based on his past performances, he would, if this was next year in the same situation, he would have to go to sectional qualifying. That's unbelievable. That's now, I don't know. If I were to say to you right now, assuming health, I would bet that Tiger is inside the top 50 in the world at the start of the 2019 season if he stays healthy. Would you say yes or no? I would say yes. I would agree yes. with you. I would agree with okay. you. I, think, I don't think he'll be number one or no, anything no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I think, he will, I don't think he will have to go to sectional qualifying. No, Let's put no, it that way. Right, cause, but, but really that's what we're talking about. Like, we're talking about a guy who was like 900th in the world, yeah. right? Like now, and who is now you'll put 88th right 88th, now. right. So we're only – he only needs to move up 38 spots to be in that top 50, right? Which is how our, our Canadian Adam Hadwin is qualifying for all these majors. and, and Based being on able, top 50 last based year, right? Top on 50, yeah. yeah. And he's inside it still. Yeah. So, you know, and it's funny because we're going to hear from Adam and, and how, in a way, the, the parameters have changed for him because yeah. of this, right? So, but yeah, Tiger Woods, we'll see. But I think if Tiger's healthy, I, I think he finds that top 50 uh, no problem. And uh, just... RBC Canadian Open, uh, RBC Canadian, RBC Heritage, 
Um, Bryson DeChambeau with a one-shot lead there over Siwoo Kim, Ian Poulter. Hosts of good players. Snedeker, RBC ambassador. Kucher in there. Who's Snedeker, Snedeker well. might be a little sleepy on the first tee today. He uh, was that, up yeah. late watching the Preds. He will not. You see that tweet? He's like, there's no way I'm, <laughs> I'm missing, missing my Preds. He is. Man, I've met some rabid hockey fans on the PGA Tour. He is unbelievable. Loves we should try it. and get him on. We'll try and see if I can get him on next week and uh, give him show you his passion. And, NHL uh, predictions with yeah. Brant Snedeker. Yeah. New, new segment on exactly. Golf Talk Canada. We'll love that. Uh, Canadians, not a great event for uh, Team Canada. Everybody the missed the cut. They're all going uh, with the weekend off, but uh, we'll we'll see what they can do next week. Hernsey with a great bounce back round, 81-71. I think, so. I think the, uh, he had the lag, the layover too, like, uh, like the rest of us broadcasters. Having to work with the TSN crew for a week will kill you <laughs> regardless. Right. Tell you that right now. So, All right. On the other side, if you missed it in our one-hour Masters recap special, we're going to play it for you again. Uh, Bob went one-on-one with Adam Hadwin with, uh, with the week that was at Augusta National. We'll play that next. This is GTC. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and TwistFace Technology. Experience straight distance from TwistFace only in the new 2018 M3 and M4 drivers. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC. Weeks, Zacchino in studio. Final thoughts on Masters as we wrap that up and try to flip the page and look forward to hopefully some Canadian uh, content soon when they get these golf courses open. I don't know how that uh, how long that's going to take, but uh, it feels a little further away than uh, we'd like right now in Southern Ontario. Bob, as far as Adam Hadwin goes, we're going to run your one-on-one that we used on our one-hour Masters television special this week. You know, hey, it's back-to-back years where he plays four rounds at the Masters, so he's never missed a cut in his Masters career. He's going to play all four majors again this year. He had that President's Cup experience at the end of last year. I know that Adam's standards are higher than than the way I'm outlining them, that he's there to win, he wants to win, but at the end of the day, I think uh, he probably learned a lot more around Augusta this time than he did the last time. I think he's pretty satisfied with the performance. He did actually tie for the lead at one brief moment during the first round. Uh, I think that, I think as, as we say in the interview, he's kind of moved up in class. He's, he's dealing at a higher level now, and his expectations are higher. If you look at Adam's career, you know, it's always been kind of this gradual move up. Gradual move up, one one step back, maybe two steps forward, all the way through his career. So I think you're going to see him play uh, play well in the majors this year, and then perhaps come back next year. Hey, twenty eight. If he makes twenty eight more cuts, he'll tie Fred Couples. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that stat on Freddie that he's made seven cuts in his fifties? I know. In his fifties. That's ridiculous. Unbelievable. And one, and one playing with a back brace this year. Yes, unreal. <laughs> All right, let's hear uh, an encore uh, presentation of uh, Bob's one-on-one with Adam Hadwin for the week that was at Augusta. All right, Adam Hadwin, I know uh, kind of finishing on a sour note yeah. there, but uh, tell us about the round today overall. You know what? It, it uh, kind of started like all the other rounds, just a little up and down. Couldn't uh, uh, couldn't quite uh, make the putt when I needed to get into a rhythm or anything. And um, a couple easy birdies there on the back on the par fives, kind of 
was hitting some good shots, just couldn't get the putts, and uh, adds up to 71 today. You came in here talking about how well you were hitting the ball, how, how well things were going. How do you leave here now? It's close. Uh, it's very close. Um, I'm not sure I made a putt outside 10 feet this week, uh, which is, you know, it's going to be tough to compete when you do that. Uh, so, but it's close. The ball striking was very close today. I kept saying to Joe, like, we're, we're right there. And, and um, couple, you know, just hit a couple close and get into a, a groove and really start getting confident. I, I you know, might have been able to post four or five under today, but um, it is what it is. This is your second Masters. How much did you learn this year compared to the first year around here? Um, I, I just I felt like a better player this year. Uh, I was saying that to Joe. I think last year we overthought a lot of the things and, and a lot of the slopes and where to be. And, and this year just focused on where to hit it and hitting good golf shots and all that. And I, I felt like a much different, uh, much better player. Felt like I belonged here a little bit. Uh, but that just comes with uh, you know gaining gaining the experience from last year. You have moved up in class this year. There's no doubt about that. You're in the top 50 in the world. You're in all the majors now. Can you can you take what you learned here this week and move that forward into the rest of the season? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, you know, I, top 25, top 30 against the best players in the world on one of the toughest golf courses we'll play. Um, you know, you got to find the positives in that for sure. Um, I battled for four days. It could have been a lot worse. Um, so I, you know, hung in there, kept trying to hit good shots, and you know, this week just wasn't my week. All right. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Bob. He says the week wasn't his week, but at the end of the day, he competed hard for four, for four days. Uh, probably like the Saturday back more than anything. Um, but you know what? Adam Hamlin going to play all four this year. And, I'm, and I said this to you, I believe I said it to you on television, that if I had to pick a major championship that maybe wasn't an Adam Hadwin type of golf course, it would probably be Augusta National. I, I think he'll do, you know, my, I think his U.S. Open career and his PGA Championship career will be, will be when we take a look back and look at the body of work over the next decade or so. Uh, I like his chances there much better. Yeah, the biggest the biggest issue for Adam right now has been his putter, which is usually his strength. Uh, it's It's gone up and down kind of. But he's been spending, he told me he's been spending so much time working on his short game from like 150 yards in approach to greens that that's where he's really having all the issues. And he hasn't given enough time to his putter, but he's, he's donated, he's dedicating a lot more time to it now. Now he pulled out of the RBC Heritage, no injury there, just a personal matter. And uh, he'll be back very soon, I think, back on there. But I think if he can just get that putter a little bit, as he said in that interview, he's, he's very close. We're going to switch gears a little bit coming up next here. TJ Rule from Golf Away Tours coming in to uh, talk a little travel. We haven't done that in quite some time. Before we do, Bob, let's final word here on Augusta. I was just curious because we haven't really talked about this. What was your biggest disappointment in terms? Because we had a lot, you know, we were projecting a lot of big names. For me, it's hands down, as you would know, Phil, Phil Mickelson's performance was horrible. And to me, that was the biggest disappointment. I think Phil is was shocked at his performance as well. Uh, openly suggested that maybe for the first time ever he's feeling a little bit of father time and putting too much pressure on himself in majors because he's not too sure how many honest cracks he'll have left. Uh, but for a guy who's been like a top five, top ten machine this year with the win, to go out and do that was shocking. And some weird decisions out there as well, which, you know, is when you're talking about Phil Mickelson, you're going to see weird decisions. Right? <laughs> yeah, That's, Phil even is Phil. When, Yeah, even when he's playing great. And sometimes he's going to pull him off and be a hero, and sometimes he's going to look like a fool. And this was the the fool portion of that uh, equation. 
Uh, for you, when you look back at Augusta and you go, oh, the week, you're like, who was the guy where you went, man, I really thought he was going to have a week and he just didn't bring it? I think DJ was a little bit surprising to me. He never really got in the hunt. I mean, he wasn't terrible, but he never really got never himself in the thick of it. Exactly. Yeah. And it was the putter to me. And as we were just saying when we were listening to that interview, that, that he's gone now to uh, to a white spider putter, I noticed, at, uh, at RBC. So he's trying to find something, obviously, with that. So that was one, and I think obviously the final round for Rory was, I mean, he's just got to be kicking himself. Shooting, yeah. You know, he shoots 68, he gets in a playoff, and that for him is just a, like a layup. And with, and with all due respect to Ricky Fowler, John Rahm, and Jordan Spieth, who all played brilliant golf, the guy who has to press Reed is the guy who's within three and the guy's staring at him. Yeah. Uh, the, the other three previously mentioned just started too far back, and they did what they could. But you can't spot one of the top players in the world uh, you know, five shots, six shots, nine shots. You just can't spot that kind of, you know, uh, cushion. Uh, Rory had a three-footer to tie for the lead on the second green and didn't touch the hole. And from there, it just never gets on track. And if that putt falls, maybe we have a different... I'm not saying Reed doesn't win. I'm just saying we have a different type of Sunday right. than the one we had. I agreed. I agreed. There was a lot of big stories coming in there. And I think a lot of disappointed guys leaving, uh, obviously, except for Patrick Reed. That's it. Well, congratulations to Patrick Reed, who, by the way, wore his green jacket at a Chick-fil-A this week. <laughs> so there you go. I know Mrs. GTC is very happy about that. Yeah. We, we're, we can't drive by a Chick-fil-A in the U.S. without Brad all, Fritch. all 101 of Heather's pounds stopping for a Chick-fil-A. So. That's, all he, that's all he eats, Brad Fritch. Unbelievable. I eat vicariously through my wife. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. All right. Uh, on the other side. Golf Away Tours, are you preparing to go to Europe? You have opportunity to play Murfield as their tee sheets opening. Are you thinking of the 2019 Open Championship, which I would love to do. Why, Bob? For the first time in over 50 years, we're going to Royal Portrush. It's in an Irish Open. I love it. And some crazy rates at one of my favorite golf resorts on the planet. That I, I, Out of all the trips I've been on, I've been on quite a, a, a few. It's in my top five that uh, I've ever done, and I absolutely enjoyed it. So we're going to get to all this next with TJ Rule from Golfway Tours. This is GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by TaylorMade and TwistFace Technology. Experience straight distance from TwistFace, only in the new 2018 M3 and M4 drivers. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by Moto Caddy and Stewart Golf Dream Machines, the Canadian market leader in electric walking golf trolleys. Sold in over 30 countries around the world, they offer the widest selection of golf trolleys for players of all ages, abilities, and budgets. For more information, visit jpsmgolf.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC. Welcoming back to the program in studio, good friend of mine, good friend of the shows from Golf Away Tours, Mr. TJ Rule. Teach, how's it going, buddy? I know we've talked a lot, but I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. How are you, Mark? Bob? I'm good. He's doing well. Yeah, we, weather you know, inside. Well. You're in charge. You were in charge of the weather last time we were on. We left you in charge. Yes, blaming you. Yes. <laughs> Why didn't you do a good job? Did I? Ah, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, did you enjoy the Masters? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I did, but obviously a little. 
I don't want to say disappointed, but the guys I was cheering for weren't weren't there uh, on Sunday, and uh, you know, with all the hype going into it, um, I don't want to say it was a, it was a bit of a letdown. It was for it, me. It was a little bit of yeah. a letdown. And, but but that being said, it's almost impossible to live up to oh, that hype. Absolutely. I mean, you would have had to have what Tiger and Phil in a playoff to, yeah. to live up yeah. to the expectations. Yeah. But um, you know, I always loved watching the Masters. This is my favorite week of the year for for TV. I don't miss a minute of it, and uh, so it was still fun. Now, speaking of the Masters, you've kind of just started, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Was this the first year you were doing Masters packages? No, no, no. We've sold packages for a few years. We okay. always have some people go down, and um, and and yeah, there are lots of options, and we've already had people calling us about next year. I mean, with all the excitement around the Masters this year. People are already looking at next year, and um, and you know what? The best time to buy packages is, is early, right? Because the the pricing always goes up um, considerably as you get closer to the event. So um, never too early to look, and and there's so many different ways to go down there. And people always ask, you know, what's what's the best day to go? And if you haven't been before, because you know every every rabid golf fan really needs to go to the Masters at some point yes. in their life. I mean, yes, they do. If you get the opportunity, obviously, if you don't win uh, win tickets through the through the lottery, which I believe is next month. Um, yeah, good luck. So everybody on that should one. everybody should go into that. Unless you're with, right? da- unless you're Bob's dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a crazy story. He's had some luck. He's had some luck. Um, you know, but if you don't get tickets that way, then buying packages is not cheap. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's an experience that uh, that everybody needs to to try to get down to. And uh, I was lucky enough to go a couple of years ago. Got to go on the Wednesday, which I think is when we were talking off. I bumped into you there that day. Yeah, it was the best best day to go, right? Because yeah. you can take your camera, you can walk the entire golf course. There's a little bit more access to the to the players. You get to watch the par three. When we were there, there were nine hole in ones that year. Um, so much excitement, and you know a lot of a lot of cheering. You don't get the Sunday roars, but you get, you still get a lot of roars when you know when Jack Nicklaus's son gets a hole in one. You know, and it's and it's it's kind of interesting to see when you talk to people who are down there, Canadians, their first impressions, and also interesting I find where they stay. Because you know Augusta's not a big town, no. so it's it's you know you gotta be prepared to well, kind of. I was just gonna say like if if you want and you know obviously I I'm I plan everything way ahead when I for these things as you as you know TJ I bug you about like I'm bugging you about next November already because <laughs> I'm I'm I like to have everything the way I want it I don't want to settle for anything uh, when I when I do these things because they're supposed to be holidays they're supposed to be vacations so why not do them the way you want to right but when it comes to Augusta I, I'm with Bob on this like man if you don't do that early you would be staying in some places that you would normally not be staying there are not a lot of great options mm-hmm. and the prices go through the roof yeah, hotel rooms that are usually $90 a night you're paying $500 a night to stay in a motel it's and probably week. driving two hours you want to leave it to the experts like TJ here to kind yeah, of totally. get you it's up. the week that they all make all their money right yeah, so right. they just jack their rates up and they can because they can sell it and right. you know we get people staying up to three hours away and driving you know wow. three hours each way to go to the uh, to go to the masters but you know there are lots of different ways to do it you can do it with a cheap hotel maybe stay in Columbia or somewhere like that um, you know an hour away but uh, or you can just go all out and get a hospitality and get a house for eight guys and you know if all you're the going as a group that's the way right that's, that's the way to go exactly right and get the transfers into the but you the need eight to twelve guys to do something like that you right? do right? yeah i mean there are ways to get in with other people and share a house as well but right. staying at a house in augusta is obviously the ultimate way to go but you know you gotta yeah. pay for it so but it's it's a great experience i am with you though in terms of like uh tuesday or wednesday like practice rounds because to me you want to bring the camera you want to be able to capture those moments the golf Golf course, the venue is the star 
for your the t- for being there the first time. Yeah. And you want the photo in front of the wooden scoreboard. You know, you want to see the par three contest. You want to walk the golf course from the first tee to the 18th green, or from the 18th green to the first tee, whatever. You know. Um, and while it might be, and while it might be expensive. Getting there and doing all that. Once you get on the golf course, I mean, there's no yeah. parking is free. Yeah, beer, sandwiches, sandwich. yeah. If you love the game the way we love the game, yeah, the, the two things you have to do in your life is you need to make the pilgrimage to Augusta and see a practice round, and you need to make the pilgrimage to St. Andrews yes, at some absolutely. point. You have to do those two things. And I guess that's a good segue because I know it's not St. Andrews, but uh, I noticed that Murfield. If you want to play, if you're so, if people are planning to go to Scotland and they want to include that, because Murfield you can include in a St. Andrews Rota, can you not? Yeah, I mean, it's a couple hours away. You generally don't stay in the same spot. You <clears throat> get a hotel down in East Lothian to play uh, Muirfield or in Edinburgh. But, um, now, have they yeah, opened it up more so than in previous years, TJ? Or is it just like you've got a very no. short window? They, they allow visitors typically on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um, and you can get you can get some other times through hotels, local hotels in the area. But, um, you know, they don't have a lot of times. And they did open up their tee sheet for next year already for 2019. They're the, the first uh, course in Scotland to do so. And, and they sell out pretty quickly. So I was looking the other day, and half the times, on, you know, in early June are gone already. So, wow. Um, I've never you know, played if, it. If you, have you not played never it? Never played it. You know, it's a, you'd love it, obviously. I mean, it's a great golf course, a lot of, a lot of challenge. It's a challenging golf course. Um, you know, it's very different uh, as a club as well, you know, with yes. all the issues they've gone through over the years with uh, allowing female members and so on. But um, Royal it's Company a good of Edinburgh experience. Golfers. Royal Company of Edinburgh Golfers, that's it. It's the Honorable Company of Edinburgh Honorable Golfers. Honorable Company, yes. And, um, yeah, so it's, if, uh, if people are thinking about playing Muirfield in 2019, you know, you got to start thinking about it now, soon, which is, which probably is pretty, which about, earlier like, than most people think. Right? Yeah. yeah. But th- but these but if you want to be able to go and, and put the ro- rotation together that you want to put and we're with TJ rule from golf away tours, GolfawayTours.com is the website. Uh, if you're looking for any kind of specialty travel, you're booking a trip to Ireland, booking a trip to Scotland and you want to build it right. Uh, whether it's a master's package, like we've already talked about uh, TJ's the guy you want to leave it to the experts, GolfawayTours.com. Um, I, you know, so we're going to Scotland with my crew at the end of June. This might be the greatest Scotland rota of all time. This is ridiculous, Bob. Jesus. We're moving around a bit, aren't we? This is crazy. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is a mission. So we fly overnight to Glasgow, uh, play Royal Troon the day we get there, and then spend the night in Glasgow. The next morning, we wake up. We drive four hours to the north because we got to get to the north of Scotland. Start at the top. Start at the top. We've got Dornock. I don't know if the road, the, my rotation's right in my mind, but it's it's Royal Dornock, Castle Stewart, then over to Aberdeen, Royal Aberdeen, Cruden wow. Bay, Trump International. Uh, there's a golf course in there I'm missing. Glen Eagles. Glen Eagles on the way wow. back the way to back. Gla- Glasgow. Glen Eagles, and then Trump Turnberry in Glasgow. Another night in home. This is the uh, this is the Golf Talk Canada. No, it's just, uh, Mar- it's a, I think I the one why is, I didn't get the No, no. What it is is Mark Zicchino's summer golf in one week. Because that, that's the only golf I'm probably going to play it. all summer. Wow, that's a good that's a How good, good is that? Let's talk about, yeah, we're moving around quite a bit, but it's it's the only way we could fit them all in. But, he, you know, Mark wanted to play all the top ones. So yeah. uh, that's what we're doing, and it's going to be an adventure. And you know my crew. They like a few pops along the way. <laughs> one um, or seven. So, <laughs> so I remember saying, I, I said to TJ when we were talking about putting this together, I said, listen. If it costs us a few extra, a couple of hundred pounds more, whatever it is, we need a bus with a toilet. Because you'll hate these guys. 
You will hate them within 15 minutes of this trip. Can we stop? Can we stop? Right? I'm like, no, we need it. We need a bathroom or forget it. If if you want to put together a trip like that or, you know, like the your your bucket list trip, do you need you need to start now for sort of three years from now? Or I mean, how no, I would difficult? say three years from now. Um you're just you know, a year in advance is is typical, or you know, eighteen months in advance. So starting now for 2019 is not uh, certainly not unusual, um, especially with some a lot of the courses that we mentioned. Muirfield that opened their T sheet already. Royal County Down opens their T sheet next next month as well. So some of them open them up that early because they're that popular. Um, a lot of them open them up in the fall though. So there still is a bit of time. A lot of guys get together, you know, at the courses over the summer and start talking about the trip and getting excited about it and start to plan, you know, J- July and August for next year. So um, you're certainly not uh, not running in, into any issues if you book then, except for maybe the occasional course like a Muirfield or County Down. And trying to kind of put the, put a put a, a, an itinerary together, I guess, can be tough because you got ones that are full and ones that aren't full. And yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's, it's that's why we count on guys like you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> bit of trial and error sometimes. Now, speaking of Royal County Down, because I played that, uh, that is the hardest golf course I've ever played in my life outside of uh, oh, North America. It's so it's good and it's the hardest I, for me. I've, I found it so difficult, but it is uh, right down the road from where the 2019. Open Championship is going to be played at Royal Portrush. And I have not played Royal Portrush since they redid the two holes coming home. Um, I hear it's uh, they're monsters, is yeah. the rumor. Um, package, can you still do a Royal Portrush uh, trip if you wanted to put that together yeah. with the centerpiece? You know, Scully's doing that. No. Yeah. You should talk Lucky to man. Skulls. He might need some help. You should talk to Scully uh, because uh, they want to play some golf, I think, while they're over there, too. So, Yep. Um, you know, first time that the Open's been there since 1951, only second time it's been uh, in on the island of Ireland. And um, so they're pretty excited there. Yeah, and, and they're really, well, they should be. Yeah, um, and, and the thing with Port Rush, there's... There aren't a. Because where are people going to stay? Of hotel options yeah. up there when you're talking uh, number of rooms. So a lot of people are staying in Belfast, which is only just over an hour away. It's not too bad. Uh, there's another city called Derry, which London Derry, which is um, you know maybe an hour away as well in the other direction. So you know there are some hotels, but they're getting filled up very quickly. So people are already looking at at booking uh, their times and and going to see the the open uh, in 2019. If you want to fit the great golf in around those dates as well, then. You got to book sooner than later because it's it's going to book up very quickly. Right, and there's some great golf around there, right? Royal County Uh, Down, obviously being the the jewel of it, but um, yeah, Port Stewart, Stewart, the the front nine at Port Port Stewart is. You know, I always say you take the front nine at Port Stewart and the back nine at Trey Lee, and that might be the best eighteen holes in the world. So absolutely, and if I say it. Well, well, it must be true, right? Well, it's got to be true. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. All right, we'll switch gears because on the other side, what if you want to go now? What if you're sick of this like I am and you just want to leave now? Or for that matter, you want to extend the season because you're irritated that your spring hasn't come. So you're like, forget it. I'm going to extend my fall. Got a couple of really good options for you if you want to do that at two very good ones, including one of my absolute favorites that uh, have been very aggressive. And let me tell you, maybe top five golf resort I've ever been to in my life. We'll get to that next. We're with TJ Rule from Golfway Tours. This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Moto Caddy and Stewart Golf Dream Machines, the Canadian market leader in electric walking golf trolleys. Sold in over 30 countries around the world, they offer the widest selection of golf trolleys for players of all ages, abilities, and budgets. For more information, visit jpsmgolf.com. 
This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC as we wind down Hour 1 of Golf Talk Canada. And don't forget, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade kicked off this week. We gave away that Staff Masters commemorative golf bag. Uh, congratulations. I think it was Mike Luck was the winner in Oshawa, Ontario. He's um, an ex-teammate of mine at Queen's University. Really? Yeah. I wonder if it's the same Mike Luck. It must be. Maybe. He was getting he was getting chopped up pretty good on uh, Twitter. Was he? Yeah, so I think his buddies were, were all over. Giving him a hard time? He's yeah. a radio guy, actually, in, well, in Oshawa. Really? Yeah. There you go. See? I had no idea. Chris McKee <laughs> handles all that. You know, he is our captain Shout of the Mike. digital Mike. social media world. So, um, this week, M3 driver, we're giving away a tailor-made nice. M3 driver that already has like a large bucket of wins in the world of professional golf. And the only way you can win is if you enter, and entering is free. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Golf Talk Canada TV and Radio. If you subscribe to Golf Talk Canada TV and Radio on YouTube for free, not only will you have a chance to win close to $20,000 worth of prizes from TaylorMade, you'll also get Bob and mine's new cooking show. <laughs> TJ Rule <laughs> in studio. You just shot. You haven't even heard about our cooking Mac show? Mac and cheese with hot dogs. No, it's oh, unbelievable. Beauty. Yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. It's just awesome. I'm going to do the whole uh, Julia. Was it who's Julia Child? Julia Childs. Oh my God! You know, <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm busy. Uh, GolfwayTours.com is the landing spot. GolfwayTours.com. We're with TJ Rule. We talked a bunch of long-term stuff in the previous segment. You know, epic type of things that you need to plan for, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but what if you're irritated right now, as am I? And maybe you just want to take off, or you're like, hey. I got a feeling my golf season isn't starting to the middle of May, and I've already lost a month of my golf season, so I'm going to extend it, and and I'm going to do the fall thing, which you know I do every year. My yep. same group, November 1st, every year we go away, the same guys from the Hunt Club. We go every year for the Black John Cup, and we extend our season week one in November, and that kind of is like the official end of our golf season. Uh, you've got two great spots. And one of them is one of my absolute favorites uh, in Casa de Cap. You guys went two years ago, didn't you? Yeah, it was two or three years ago. Uh, got, like one of my top five favorite golf resorts anywhere on the planet. I know you love it too. It's it's certainly right up there as one of my favorite as well. Um, they got lots of golf on on the property for one thing. So it's, if, if people haven't been there, obviously everybody um, hears about the Teeth the Dog course, which is. Right, typically ranked top hundred in the world, sometimes top fifty. It's a Pete Dye course, and well, all of them are Pete Dye courses, but. Um, you know, a, a tough course, but not overly tough, but dramatic with a couple of amazing par threes on the coast, right? I mean, just some dramatic holes there. And then I think you you were saying you preferred the die for Well, no, I, I didn't know if I preferred it. I was just shocked at how good it was. Yeah. And I said, it's so good that I can't tell you which one I like more. Yeah. You know, Teeth of the Dog. Good problem to have. Yeah. Teeth of the Dog is like the famous one. Sure. Um, interesting story. I don't know if it's true or not, but to, to die for... Uh, if you play it from the tips, it's almost 8,000 yards long. And I it played it from long. the tips. I played yeah. it from 7870 uh, one day with my, with, my friend Jordan, <laughs> yeah. with my friend Jordan Passmore. And the rumor or the story on the ground was that uh, it was built before Teeth. And 
Dye's sketches and Dye's uh, diagrams that he handed over to the turf movers were in yards, and they were translated in meters. Meters. Hmm. Interesting. I heard that story, but I like it. But uh, I don't know if it's true, but never let the truth get in the way of a good story. A good story. So there. So good, great 27 <laughs> holes there, and so you can't get tired. And then they have a third course on, on site, which is called the Lynx, and yeah. um, it's certainly the third of the three, but I still quite enjoy it. Dr. Uh, J loved it. He went and played every night. turf. It, it, it's not a Lynx course, but it plays like a Lynx course in terms of the turf, and uh, a lot of fun, and... You go there, the rooms are great, the, the food is great, yes. they give you the golf cart the to pools are awesome. You can you go down your, to, yeah. they have a marina there with a, a number of different restaurants. We had dinner on the so beach. It's, it was it's awesome. a huge community, right? Yeah. When I was there, I took I, I wanted to go up and see the Die For course, and I was there a bit early before my group, and I, I hopped in my cart, and I it's 25 minutes. It's a 25 minute yeah. golf cart ride wow. over yeah. to the. Yeah. <laughs> just place around, huge. right? It's huge. And uh, they have a equestrian center. Equestrian. They have clay shooting. They have all kinds of stuff. Uh, they have polo. They, you know, they have all kinds of things on property. It's. Uh, I fell in love with it because it's 85 degrees and sunny every day Fahrenheit with a little breeze. You never feel hot. You never feel cold. Just like here. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. and the food, like honestly. I go back, it, you know. I go back to that uh, resort in a heartbeat. Absolute heartbeat. Yeah. So they're uh, they've they've extended some great rates to us um, for now, right through December, actually. So for people who do want to extend their season, November is a great time to travel. You know, you extend your yeah. season. It's a little bit quieter uh, than the winter. Uh, a little bit cheaper than the winter as well, especially with. Uh, the rates we're getting here. So right through till uh, mid-December, great rates at Casa de Campo. So if anybody's interested um, and hasn't been down there, you know, give us a shout. Um, and uh, we only got about two resort. minutes left. Tj, you got to. I know uh, Maya Coba is being aggressive as well. Uh, with yeah. uh, where that's a great community. Yeah. I, I've you know it's funny. I've been there three times. Never played the golf course because I've always got a headset <laughs> on and I'm calling golf shots. Right. Yeah. I always Cor- work away. Course is tied up. Yeah, of course tied up with right? a few of the best players in the world. They won't let me on. They won't let me on. So it is a very nice golf course, and there are four amazing resorts there. And the Fairmont Resort is the one that we use um, mostly. And Again, they're very good to us. And that's and where I stayed. The Fairmont was outstanding. Oh, so awesome. good. And then you you know walk over to the golf course. It's yeah. right there. Right. That's and, so and then good. there's lots of other golf in that area of, of yeah. Mexico as well. Um, very good golf courses that uh, you know all within 25, 30 minutes of the resort. Yeah. And um, you know that's a good place to go. And again, great weather all, yeah. all the time. Uh, golfawaytours.com, golfawaytours.com. TJ Rule is the man. And again, if you're thinking anything bigger. Like Ireland, like Scotland, like the Open Championship, like the Masters, yeah, you can't lollygag. So go. Never too now. early to book. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for I'll having see me, you for yeah. lunch this week, maybe. Absolutely, let's do we'll it. get we'll we'll tie down some details for our Scottish adventure. Absolutely, right? We'll figure out. I, I you know I gotta get fitted for that kilt. So that's going to be important. Oh, boy. Yeah. We'll get you over to a curling and golf trip, too. We'll get one of those ones again. Have you, you've you never <laughs> seen me curl. <laughs> and, there, and, and I'll have some more information on our next curling and golf trip and the next oh time I come God. in. We're, we're working I on that one for I'm like a 38 handicap with the, in the curling world. If you could, you know, it's I'm, it's not good. It's the apres curling. It is. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming in. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. we got another hour coming to GTC. we got winners, weird, and what? We've got Dr. Stuart Love. That's the man that's slapped. Together, Tony Finau's ankle, Canadian connection. Bob spoke to him this week. Eva Kovacs, Cedar Break Golf Club. They're still uh, actively pursuing uh, some memberships and have some incentives going. Uh, and also some skelly time. So lots more to come. Also, uh, last week, uh, we are asking the Twitter universe because we're giving away free golf starting May 19th. We're giving away free golf every week on Golf Talk Canada and the Muskoka Bay Club. I've always wanted to be a game show host, so we went to the Twitter universe to ask what my game show golf host 
uh, should be. And I got some interesting ones. So Wink Zucchino. Wink Zucchino. I wanted. The, I went with the Wink Martindale. I think I'm aging myself. With Wink. So I will get to some of those because some of them are beauties. But that contest is still open. And if you name me, if you name me, if you give me my game show host name, you'll be the first one to win a free green fee at Muskoka Bay. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision in the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC. Before we get to three dub, um... I want to give you the, the some of the names that are in the lead here, Bob. Okay. So as as I previously mentioned, and if you were listening the last couple of weeks, starting well, this is the game show, yes. not, the, not the leaderboard. At no, the, no, a lot no, of championships. No, no, no. Okay. Um, starting May nineteenth, we're going to give away a free round of golf every week to the Muskoka Bay Club here on Golf Talk Canada. With the Muskoka Bay Golf Giveaway, it's going to be a trivia contest. I'm thinking we're just going to open the phones with a trivia contest each week and uh, first correct answer kind of thing. So I said, well, I need a game show host name. And I went with, it's funny, I said Wink as well, which you also went <laughs> to. But the leaders right now, and, the, and if it, we're, I said, tweet us. So tweet me at ZmanTSNGTC or at Golf Talk Canada. Hit me up on Twitter, show or myself. And give, a, give me uh, your best game show name. And if we choose your name, you'll get the first free green fee Fair. for the year. So right now, I, I'm leaning towards Stan Albatross. <laughs> okay, so Stan Albatross. That's uh, at Mr. Woodson, too. Derek uh, tweeted in, at Stan Albatross. And uh, Lanky Lightfoot, at Lanky Lightfoot, uh, tweeted in, Trip the Driver Tanahan. So I like that <laughs> one good. as well. So hit me up. What's your best game show name? Game Alex show Trebekino. <laughs> I love it. You know, oh, pet peeve of mine? What's that? I, like, I love Jeopardy. Hey, I yeah. watch Jeopardy, 730s, CBS. I watch Jeopardy. Sure. I cannot stand the part in Jeopardy where they have to stop and talk to the contestant. interview them? Yeah, oh, God. So uncomfortable, Bob. <laughs> Just get back to the board. Maybe we'd complete... Uh, it's all, it's like, I mean, most of the guys who are super nerds, because that's who yeah, yeah, bring up, right? Yes. So, Jim, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a uh, collect moths, you know, or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and we never get uh, through all the questions in opening Jeopardy. No, There's always four do. on the board. Yeah. And why? Because I got to listen to these stupid introductions, all right? God, see, I'm angry. He's the bad weather. Yeah, I mean, we got to, to WWE. Uh, and I don't even have a, a three-dub rant this week. I got oh. some disappointments, but no rants. I'm All just right. going to rant on Jeopardy instead. All right, let's do it. Bob's favorite time of the show. Three-dub. Winner's weird or what? I have the tea. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right, my winner this week is right up Bob Weeks' alley. 
because <laughs> you love this when the European Tour did this at the Sixes event. Yeah. When they introduced everybody on the first tee and they had walk-up music. Yeah. Like very WWE style exactly. here. And the Zurich Classic of New Orleans, which is really a fairly innovative event to begin with on the PGA Tour as a team competition, right? Which yeah. they started, what, a couple, is it? Is this year three of the team or year two of the team? Uh, I think two. Year two of the team. They have uh, announced that this year uh, they will introduce uh, walk-up music on the first tee of the Zurich Classic. So you're right. going to see it on this side of the pond. So... What now? If if Bob Weeks was playing in the Zurich Classic, what would the uh, what would his entrance music be? Bob Seger's "Beautiful Loser." Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's what would your? I got go, I go with some like you know Judas Priest or something. Something really, Sandman yeah, or, yeah, you know something really hard guitar in there. But uh, I think that'll be fun, and I think part of it is going to be part of the fun is unlike a sixes event where it was a very very small field. We got what uh, sixty teams, something like that. Something yeah, like, we got a lot of theme music to That's get right. through. It's going to be interesting to hear what what guys pick. So that's an interesting one. Uh, my weird this week. Did you see how uh, Kelly Craft missed the cut at the RBC Heritage? I did see this. It's ridiculous. Guy. He misses the cut by one shot, but that's not the story. The story is on the fourteenth hole, one of the signature par threes at, at the Heritage at uh, Hilton Harbortown. Harbortown. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's funny. Harbortown's uh, one of those. Um, Golf courses that has 19. Yeah, years. exactly. You know, Heritage, Harbortown, Hilton Head. Right? Uh, he hits a seven iron, and now he hits a bird. Now, you know me, I'm at a big he animal. Made a birdie? Yeah, he made a birdie. Yes. No, he hit a bird. He hit a bird. He hit a bird. Now, the bird's okay. <laughs> Thanks, Which I was worried about. I don't want to see a bird get hurt. It was Dave Winfield. No, yeah, he did not Dave Winfield this thing. The bird apparently scooted off and was fine. But the golf ball. That was headed pretty much towards the center of, gre- center of the green, which would have probably translated into quite an easy two putt par. Found the water hazard after oh. hitting the the bir- after hitting the bird in flight. He makes double bogey and misses the cut by one shot. Oh my god! What are the odds of hitting a bird in flight on the go- Think golf about course? That. The timing would have to be perfect. I mean, it's not like you could aim and hit it. No, Possible. like it's got like I don't even want to know wow. what an actuary would put an odds number on that one. Like it's off the charts. But poor Kelly Craft, worst places to spend the weekend though. If you just want to hang out and do a little fishing, I think he's going to the uh, bird sanctuary for this day off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. What did he do to the bird community <laughs> yeah. for this to happen? And my what this week, and this is for me is disappointing. You know what? What's the PGA Tour? Now, the PGA Tour schedule is going to look very different in 2019. Most of it, I think, is a positive. Uh, You know, the Players' Championship moving to March, PGA Championship moving to May. Been told by 1,900 sources that the RBC Canadian Open will have a new date somewhere on the calendar. I think there's a lot of positives in this. The FedEx Cup going to wrap up before the NFL season kicks off, so it doesn't have to to, to, to kind of share that spotlight. But one of the things that is very disappointing was for me was released this week, Bob, that Firestone, uh, which has just had such a rich, deep history with the PGA Tour. You know, Tiger Woods won, has won eight times there. The WGC Bridgestone Invitational. The World Series of Golf. World Series of Golf. Uh, this is a tournament that I've worked uh, every year since I started doing play-by-play. It was, in fact, it was the second event I ever worked in, in, in play-by-play career. Um I'm going to miss it. It's it's leaving the schedule. Uh, the senior tour is going to head there for the senior PGA Championship. So I guess a bit of a, 
a way to keep it somehow in the professional golf. But the fact that the PGA Tour, uh, you know, has now left Doral and is now leaving Firestone, these are some iconic places that one by one are falling off the schedule. Yeah, I read the story about it, and sort of it comes down to dollars and cents. It's just that they want to make it a WGC event, and they Firestone and the people that sponsor Bridgestone don't want to. Uh, spend that kind of money for that, so it's going to go to FedEx St. Jude. Classic. Which is no surprise that it ends Shocking, up with a right? FedEx location. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it is sad. It's uh, it's another kind of legacy course that's uh, no longer going to be on the road. So, uh, curious then, uh, because the way Tiger Woods is tre- trending, now 88th in the world, there's a good chance he qualifies for the Bridgestone for the first time in many years and gets to play at Firestone this year, which will be the last time. And it'll be his maybe it will well it will be his last opportunity to add the ninth victory. Yeah, exactly. So he has to have a good summer, but I think he'll probably get there. All right, Bob, the tea is yours. So so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. My winner this week, Mark, is uh, a group of Canadian golfers who play on various tours who, um, like many Canadians, took a moment out to kind of recognize and, and come to the community with the humble tragedy. And it started with Elena Sharp, who uh, said, you know, we had the sticks out movement where yep. everyone left a stick outside their door and took a picture. She didn't have a stick, so she put her driver out outside of the front door uh, at her place in, uh, in Hawaii where she was playing in a lot of championship, which I thought was pretty cool. And then her and her caddy, Sarah, uh, Shepard went, Shara Sherpa, she calls her, went out and, uh, <laughs> and got, uh, got some green and yellow ribbons. And all the Canadian players who were playing in the LPGA event wore those. They're still wearing them, obviously. Uh, Nick Taylor came out and donated money for Eagles and Birdies that he made, donating it to the GoFundMe campaign. Uh, Mac Hughes, Corey Connors, Stephen Ames all had written um, Humboldt Strong on their hats. Yeah. And it got picked up quite a bit by the by the media in the States. Adam Hadwin at the Masters was actually interviewed about it because he was, of course, from Moose Jaw originally. He was born there. didn't stay there very long, but he had some nice comments about it too. So it's kind of nice to see these Canadians doing whatever they can to kind of join the community and perhaps give a little bit of uh, encouragement to the folks down in Humboldt. So good, yeah. good for all the Canadians out there. Horrible tragedy, but uh, you know what? P- p- nice to see people bond together and, and try to do what they can. Exactly. All right. My weird, and this may be. I love this because this, this may is, be my all-time well, greatest. Well, I, I got to tee this up because you know Bob. He has a bit of a reputation <laughs> with winners weird and what. This this is right up Bob's alley. And if you're wondering what Weeks does when he's bored and for his own personal entertainment, this tees it up right I here. I go okay. and I search out. I dig deep into uh, into the internet to try and find the greatest stories for you. And I love it on radio more than TV because I can bring out stories like this. Yeah. So I found this one deep. Very deep. This is from the uh, the Sunday Times. Now let me uh, let me let me just. This might not be suitable for all ears, but I'll try and make it uh, earmuffs, children. Yeah, okay. Earmuffs. Now this is the how the article reads. Hopefully you don't love golf as much as this man who was filmed <laughs> having sex with the ninth hole, not on the ninth hole, but with the ninth hole of an English golf course on Monday. According to the Metro, Stephen Gayton was just trying to complete an 18-hole course at the Brackenwood Golf Course in Merseyside. When he came across the unusual scene, there was a shirtless man lying on the grass, his trousers around his knees, and he got up close and personal with the flagpole. As he got a little bit closer, he realized that the man saw him. He pulled up his, uh, he put the flag back in the hole, pulled up his trousers, and ran away. And this is the quote from the gentleman. He said, 
He was on his own, and it looked like he was doing it for a kick and filming himself or something. But from where I was, he had his, I'll just say his uh, unit, in the hole while he had the flag stick in his backside. Oh, my God. It was God. the weirdest oh my misfortune to see. God. So a guy was having sex oh. with the ninth hole. Oh. But how did this turn into Stern Radio all of a sudden? I don't know. Okay. Well, all I'm going to say is this. Uh... I am impressed uh, that this man could have sex with a golf cup, for one, yeah. because uh, <laughs> i got to tell you, you know, that's... I don't know. Oh. That may be the topper of all. I'm going to have a tough time beating that one. All but. I know is if you and I are playing in a group with that guy, do not ask him to grab the flag, Bob. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, my what this week is a what would you pay for a Tiger Woods putter? Mark, what would you pay? For a Tiger Woods putter? Something an, that one he, of his like, actual putters. That he actually did something yeah. with? Jeez, I don't know, thousand bucks. Okay, so his backup putter, one of his backup putters, went up for sale on the auction site Green Jacket Auctions this week, and it was came with a letter of authenticity from Scotty Cameron, who explained that Tiger Woods, of course, has that Scotty Cameron putter that he's won all his tournaments with, and they make him a copy, an exact copy of it. They make one to two every year, just so he has a backup. And right. Tiger comes in and actually tests them out, make sure it's exactly right. the same one, and this one sold at auction. For $44,000. Wow. Somebody paid Are for it. Are you kidding me? I would not pay $44,000. For a backup yeah. putter? This is not the putter that dropped in 97. No. The this one was from 2000. This is his backup putter apparently from 2001, which is, of course, when he won the Grand Slam. Right. The Tiger Slam. But he did not use this in competition to the best of our knowledge. Oh. But In the more money than brains category. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So we got $44,000 going out for a Tiger putter. We have a guy having sex with a golf cup. <laughs> Firestone's no longer. We can't play golf. It's freezing outside. I have the right to be in a bad mood, <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yes, exactly. My instincts were accurate. There you go. Well, Mr. Weeks, you have outdone yourself again <laughs> today in Winter's Weird and Weird. All right, on the other side, we're going to come back to civilization, and we're talking a little bit of uh, Cedar Break Golf and some opportunities uh, to join uh, one of the great golf clubs in the eastern side of the city here in uh, Toronto. Uh, they got some great uh, incentives if you're willing to get out there and uh, take a look at Cedar Bray uh, for membership in 2018. This is GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. If you're considering a golf membership in 2018, you should be looking at Cedar Bray Golf Club, especially if you're anywhere in the east end of Toronto. They got some great incentives, including $2,500 off the initiation during a current referral program incentive that they're having. Uh, all different types of categories, including intermediate, corporate, 
It's a great club, great golf course, and in fact, this weekend, I think today, I'd like to just give a shout-out to any Cedar Bray members listening that are going in for the Welcome Back reception, and hopefully the course is open sooner than later. CedarBrayGolf.com, CedarBrayGolf.com is the spot. Eva Kovacs is their membership coordinator. I had a chance to catch up with Eva. Sitting up at the Cedar Bray Clubhouse, which every time I walk into, I'm still not used to it yet. What a magnificent uh, building it was that uh, opened, that I actually helped open last spring. And I'm with uh, Eva Kovacs, who is the marketing coordinator and member uh, services individual here, as well as a golf professional teaching pro here at Cedar Bray Golf Club. And Eva, it's a time of year where people start kicking the tires and think, yeah, you know, maybe this is the year I joined. Or, you know, they've come from a place where, you know, maybe their golf club's closed or the market's changed and, and they're shopping for a move. And uh, you've got some great opportunities here at Cedarbury, starting with a referral program that gets $2,500 any level of membership. Is that accurate? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, we're, t- we're trying to introduce uh, uh, members can refer uh, their friends or family, but we're also looking for people that want to avail of themselves of that opportunity. And then what we can do is to find a referring member for them so that they can get in on that on that terrific uh, opportunity or offering. So to look at this from a, if you're over the age of 45 uh, and you're in a, looking at that, that gold uh, full membership, instead of a $10,000 initiation, we're looking at a $7,500 initiation That's right correct. now. And you can apply it to the other levels of membership, including your intermediate, correct. which I found something new today, just talking to you off mic, uh, you know, that, that's all, to me, that's been the biggest challenge in the private community is how to take intermediate members and junior members to intermediate and, and keep them in the club and turn them into full-time members. And your intermediate program might be the best I've ever heard because it goes to age 45. That's unheard of. Yeah, it runs from the age of 19 all the way to 45. Intermediate ones are 19 to 25. So they're, they're the ones that are going to university school that perhaps don't have the financial wherewithal. Um, to pay entrance fees, and so we don't demand that. It only the the entrance fee, uh, what's required, that's 7,500 if they join in the spring. That only really kicks in from the age of 26, 29. At that time, when people are starting to make a, have a job and, and make some money. And they can amortize that over, geez, or close to 20 years by yeah. the sounds of it. Yes, they can. Yeah. Um, in terms of the facility here, I know we, we did bunkers last year. Uh, the, obviously, the new course opened up. I'm sorry, the new, new clubhouse opened up. The practice facilities have always been strong. Are there any other additions or changes coming to the golf course this year? Are all the holes completed? Did they do all the bunkers? Or are we still uh, tinkering in 2018? No, we're not tinkering in 2018. Uh, basically, everything is done. We had to get ready for the – we had the uh, Ontario Senior Men's Championship, so the course had to be ready. And so it's in pristine shape. The tarps came off some of the holes last week. Greens are in superb shape, ready for the rock to be rolled. And the greens are always great. So if you're looking for a golf club to join this summer, you're looking for uh, great programs at every level. There's corporate memberships available. There's gold, intermediate. Uh, It's a family environment. It's also a golfer's golf club. And that's what I love about Cedar Bray, that people here are here because they love the golf and they love to play. And uh, that's why it's, it's, it's a great club if you're out there and you like to play a lot and you like to meet new people. Go to cedarbraygolf.com. 
cedarbreakgolf.com. It's cedarbreakgolf.com. Of course, Eva, E-V-A, at cedarbreakgolf.com. That's Eva's email address. So if you want to give Eva an email and inquire about receiving a membership package and or set up a, an opportunity to come up and see the facility, email Eva at cedarbreakgolf.com. And uh, Eva's also going to be with us throughout the summer uh, providing some golf tips on the Golf Talk Canada tip of the day, which we've uh, done in the past. And uh, Eva's going to give you a few ideas on how you can get ready for the spring and the upcoming golf season. That's Eva Kovacs from Cedar Break Golf Club. Looking forward to getting this season started. Come on, Mother Nature. Give us a break. On the other side, Bob had the opportunity to speak uh, to Dr. Stuart Love, traveling physician with the PGA Tour. He's a Canadian, has a connection to Tony Finau's ankle. We'll hear that interview next. This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC. Bob, people are still talking about the ankle of Tony Finau <laughs> and how, like, from a golf standpoint, like, you're not supposed to see gruesome things, and it was pretty, like, I still don't like watching it. I, I don't either. I, I cringe when I watch it. And to me, there's two parts to the story. One is how gruesome it is. And two is how he survived and got back up and finished top ten. Found amazing that he was able to just athletically manipulate uh, his swing through the impact zone to stay more flat-footed for the rest of the week, take the pressure uh, posting up onto that lead leg, which is his left ankle, and be able to perform like that. Like, there's so much going on there. Now, you spoke to uh, Dr. Stuart Love. I haven't heard this yet, so I'm looking forward to listening to this. Uh, he's a Canadian doctor Dr. that Love's, travels with the yeah. PGA Tour. From Victoria. He's been out on tour as a traveling. He's a chiropractor, a medical practitioner. He's got a number of different clients who he works with, and he's been out on the tour for a number of years now. So he's a, a well-known guy behind the scenes by the players and worked with a ton of different golfers over the years. Including... Tony Finau after ankle gate. <laughs> so uh, this is the man, the Canadian connection to Tony Finau's ankle, who uh, which basically popped, went sideways in that par three tournament at Augusta. Let's hear uh, from Bob and Dr. Stuart Love. And here is Dr. Stuart Love, uh, who is in beautiful Hilton Head right now and uh, enjoying uh, the fine weather down there. Although I guess, as you were saying just before we came on air here, that you had a couple of days of rain, but it looks like it's been uh, it's been pretty good so far as the tournament gets underway. Bob, yeah, I appreciate that. appreciate the opportunity to have this interview here. And, uh, yes, we had a little bit of inclement weather uh, Monday, Tuesday, but uh, we're on the up and up at the moment, so hopefully we'll keep that going for the weekend. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, now, obviously, you were uh, you were behind the scenes a little bit last week with, um, with one of the more strange incidents I've ever witnessed uh, in my career covering the PGA Tour with, uh, with Tony Finau. And let me just start by asking, when did you first see, did you see the, the, the accident live or did, did you see it on tape or how did you first kind of become aware that Tony had injured himself? Uh, I became aware just someone, uh, one of my colleagues mentioned to me, I wasn't down at the par three contest. We were in our uh, 
space that we have uh, during the Masters Week. Um, I'm just waiting for them to get completed. And, and someone mentioned it to me, so I uh, watched the uh, the TV. I didn't actually see it right at, happen at the moment, and then I caught the TV and they did the video replay. So it was pretty uh, shocking to see at the moment. Well, what were your immediate thoughts when you saw them? I mean, obviously that ankle isn't supposed to go that way, and I mean, it's hard to look at even now when I find it. Yeah, I mean, I've been a practitioner for 22 years, and uh, so, you know, seeing that is definitely the uh, most bizarre thing I've seen. Um, but my first instinct was to get him, you know, to me as ASAP and to figure out exactly what took place, uh, what type of injuries we're dealing with, and how can we uh, put something together in hopes that uh, we'll be able to tee off the next morning. Were, were you, when you first saw that, though, are your thoughts like there's no way this guy is going to be able to play golf? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, the fact is that uh, I saw what I saw like everyone else did. Um, I think he has the most popular ankle in the world at the moment. Um, it's it, it just for him to just sort of kind of push it back in, so to speak. Um, it was hard to get. We tried to actually zoom in on the video to see if we get a closer look at the mechanics. But, um, you know, the fact is he got up and walked on it uh, was a, a, a blessing in itself because at least it told me that at least he can put some weight on it. Now, we still don't know the extent of the injuries until we, uh, you know, went further from there. Right. So, okay, so then, I mean, after the round, obviously, he comes back in to see you, and, and uh, when you sort of took the shoe off, I mean, we saw the famous pictures of, of the bandage and everything up, but, uh, you know, what what did you see when you sort of pulled the sock off? Well, we saw bruising and swelling, uh, and then, you know, we, we found that there was pinpoints, some areas of tenderness and stuff uh, around the ankle, I was a bit surprised and uh, a little bit taken back in the sense that, uh, you know, one, he had never injured it before. Uh, I know he had done his right ankle uh, possibly, you know, 10 to 12 times over the years in the past, but never had injured his left ankle uh, ever before. So that was one thing that people thought, oh, it's been done before. He's dislocated or he's, as we call, subluxated. So it came out of joint, went back in. Um, but uh, the extent of swelling was nowhere near what I thought it would be. Uh, typically a first injury like that, whether you just sprain it or you really mangle it up, it blows up like a balloon, um, and then your subsequent injuries could potentially be much less. Um, but in his case, he had you know, had some swelling definitely, uh, but the amount of swelling was very uh, much less than what I would thought. Was there any, any um, hesitation in his mind once you sort of got him fixed up and taped up that, that he was going to play? Or I think, I guess you sort of waited overnight and then you, were, you did an MRI in the morning. Is that right? Yeah, we did. Basically, um, I just sort of, you know, told him and said, look, let's just get the uh, assessment done. Let's find out exactly what we're dealing with. And then we can make a better decision on those things uh, without sort of jumping ahead saying, you know, we're not going to go. Uh, you know, our plan was to go ahead until we got an x-ray that night. Uh, they really had any sort of uh, fractures at the moment, No, uh, nothing that was indicative of any pathologies there. And then we had an MRI done first thing uh, uh, Thursday morning, and uh, that looked, you know, it showed some soft tissue injuries and some ligamentous tears, and they called it a high ankle sprain. Uh, and then they cleared it. We had, um, turns out, a few of the members happened to be local uh, orthopedic surgeons and uh, sports radiologists. So there was uh, three to four doctors that were in on on uh, Tony's uh, case both Wednesday and Thursday and followed him through the whole weekend. So we had, uh, you know, those individuals on top of uh, my assessment, and I got one of my colleagues to kind of also have a quick look. So we had the best you could probably do uh, within the circumstances, and they cleared him to play. So then it was up to me uh, what I could, uh, you know, take from there and get him ready to uh, to play. 
Are you are you amazed that I mean he must have had some pain I would think right Are you amazed that he was able to keep going uh, Yeah I mean he had some discomfort uh, I mean all he was really taking was uh, anti-inflammatories uh, You know there was nothing else He didn't get any injections or like that That was a big thing that people kept asking and said Oh he must have had some uh, you know cortisone or some sort of injection or, or pain injections to eliminate and that And we had nothing none of that sort um, I mean Tony's a pretty strong determined gritty guy and uh, he'll do whatever it takes at all costs just to uh, do the best he can. Now, considering, you know, we had ruled out anything that would make his ankle unstable or put him in a position that if he played, he could make it worse. Um, so that being said, you know, I, you know, did some treatment on him. Uh, I won't get into all the details, but we did a lot of stuff. And then we did some stuff overnight. He was using the game-ready machine, which is compression and, and cold at the time. Uh, we used a Normatec uh, device, which is just strictly compression to help with the flushing and getting the, you know, some of the swelling down. And we can control kind of the inflammatory process that was taking place with his ankle. And then uh, we taped it up really well um, so that he could at least uh, have some, you know, good stability. And then uh, he did some work with his coach, uh, Boyd Summerhays, and basically played off his uh, back foot, his, uh, his right leg, uh, for round one. Pretty wow, much, well. and then as the weekend went on, he was able to put a little bit more pressure to the front, and so he started to, to move a little bit more uh, towards the front, but pretty much uh, played the first round off his back foot. Well, it's an amazing performance. I mean, he finished top ten at the Masters, essentially on, on one leg or one and a half legs, I guess, depending on what round you're, you're thinking of. I, I'm sure you must have been uh, impressed by him overall. Oh, for sure. I mean, I mean, a lot of these guys that uh, that I work with, and a lot of us uh, therapists work with. I mean. You know, at the end of the day, uh, I think there was a little a snippet on uh, SNL Saturday night with Tony saying that, uh, you know, stating that, you know, golfers aren't athletes. And that's always been kind of a misnomer out there. Uh, these days, uh, and, and kind of I would say Tiger was one of the ones that kind of started that. I mean, Gary Player has been a huge advocate of, uh, as we know, of health and exercise and keeping active. Uh, but this day and age, majority of golfers, uh, you're a, you're in a sort of a, a one-off if you're not in the gym exercising or doing some sort of program. And so these are high-level athletes that, uh, you know, train really hard, especially the top ranked in the world. And, and you must be, I mean, there must be a lot of, I know you treat a number of different golfers and stuff, but it must be, aside from Tony, are also dealing with all sorts of other guys with less severe injuries, I would guess, as the, as the week goes on, correct? Well, exactly. And the, and the funny thing is now, after dealing with uh, Tony's uh, injury last week, I've kind of changed my mindset. So when a player comes in with me, I mean, unless they have something really, you know, badly dislocated, uh, they're going to be playing. You know, there's nothing to, to stop them from playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tony's kind of raised the bar, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, a lot of stuff we do with, with the athletes out here is, you know, we, we do we do training with them. We do functional training. We do functional movements. We do functional medicine. Uh, we do hands-on. Uh, treatment, uh, we do nutrition, we do a number of things to help these guys perform at the highest level as possible. Every uh, Everyone needs uh, to, to go to get every piece of advantage, I'm sure, and uh, can't overlook anything, can you, that could help you? Well, exactly, and, and, and Bob, as you know, I mean, you've been out here for, for a number of years, and, and these guys, the way they play at this level, I mean, their, uh, you know, uh, space of error is so minute and finite compared to the average golfer. Uh, so they want to have every uh, everything uh, to their uh, advantage without, uh, you know, doing something illegal or against, uh, you know, water or something like that. So they, they want to be performing as high as they can. 
Well, it's a wonderful story, Dr. Love. Congratulations on uh, getting your man back out there, and not only back out there, but able to perform at, uh, at an amazing level, a top 10 finish for uh, for Tony Fino. Thanks for joining us. Well, Bob, I really appreciate the time, and I uh, really appreciate uh, answering your question. Well, apparently Tony Fino has now changed the bar on what an injury that takes you in or out of a golf tournament. It's interesting, too, all the uh, members that got involved. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. and uh, Pretty cool. But we just said off mic here, uh, it's his first Masters. He's playing unless he's got a bullet in him. He's playing golf. This is the Travelers Championship. He's probably taking the week week off. I'm thinking. And he probably he said that actually in his press conference. You know, this was the Masters. He was going to play. He didn't want to wait another year to go enjoy his first Masters. Yeah, that's it. On the side, a little uh, reduced Scully time leaderboard updates. Twenty weeks Taylor made Muskoka Golf giveaway. I'll get you caught up on all things that are Golf Talk Canada. This is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC as we wind up today's show with a little late scully time, a little reduced scully time. Uh, But before we get to Adam, uh, leaderboard updates from around the world of golf, starting with the RBC Heritage. Bryson DeChambeau, a winner last year on the PGA Tour, now a one-shot lead with two rounds to go heading into the weekend. He's 10 under par. That's a one-shot over Siwoo Kim and Ian Poulter, host of players at 8 under par, including Sneds. And uh, Matt Kuchar playing well as well. He's only four back at 6 under. Not a good week for the Canadians, uh, not making it to the weekend. Robert, what about the European Tour? Euro Tour, they're uh, midway through the third round at the Open de España, otherwise known as the Spanish Open. Paul Dunn, Irishman, is uh, 16 under currently, two shots ahead of John Rahm and Henrik Sturahead. Of course, Rahm is trying to join the uh, long list of Spanish golfers, including Sergio Garcia and Seve Ballesteros, who've won that tournament. Canadian content, uh, Adam uh, Austin Connolly, is 7-under, and he is currently tied for 38th. And on the LPGA Tour, of course, Brooke Henderson, your leader, through 54 a hole. She's a one-shot lead over Mo Martin. Let's see if she can pick up another victory. Go Brookles. And uh, CJGA Tour is well on its way. Uh, Canadian Junior Golf Association, they've actually had their British Columbia wing. They're uh, headed this way now. In a couple weeks, they'll be at Penn Lakes for their first event. Don't come too quick. Yeah, don't come too quick. (laughs) Uh, For the uh, first tournament on Ontario soil. But uh, Bryson Coe got it done last week. A seven under par uh, with rounds of 68 and 69. That was good for a two-shot win at the IMG Academy Junior World Golf Championship. And that was a qualifier, by the way, as well. So congratulations to Bryson. Uh, Skulls, want to get an update on your super speed golf training because uh, I have now started into the the next phase. Okay, okay. It is tough, like doing these 
So yeah, we've added an exercise where you got to get on your knees, Bob, and it's five reps now. Yep. And you got to swing from both sides five times harder. You get on your knees, man. It's I'm finding it tough. I don't know. Yeah. So so my first session uh, of of the new phase is tomorrow. Okay. So I'm looking forward to this. But I, I will give an update on my numbers, and I've been using the the three wood as sort of the, the, the starting point because I I am going to TaylorMade with my dad. Thank you guys to get yeah, yeah. Uh, some new twist face technology in the bag, which I'm looking forward to. So in my first session, uh, I, I had with my three wood, uh, 106 uh, miles an hour at clubhead speed, 158 ball speed, 265 carry, 276 total. Then last week. 114 club speed, 159 ball speed, 286 overall. So it's ridiculous. So wow. eight miles an hour of club head speed. Yeah, but have you have you ever had sex in the ninth hole? <laughs> yes, yes. And where does the flag stick go? More importantly, where do you put the flag stick? I tell that's you, pretty impressive numbers. Seriously, that's pretty that, impressive. Those numbers are insane. How about you? Have you got you haven't measured yourself yet? Have you? No, no. I'll find out. I think Monday if okay. there's been any improvement. I gotta tell you, I, my body feels like hell right now. So I don't, I don't wow. know. Wow. If there's gonna but be it's it's been fun. It was. Fun. I was actually doing the exercises uh, during the final round of the Masters, and a couple of my buddies I was watching the Masters with, they were videotaping me doing it. Really? <laughs> well, my, my left-handed swing, I've gone from about a 106 handicap. I'm now about like a 32. Left-handed. I've got a lot of club at speed. I'm not sure how far the backswing goes back. Right. But, uh, you know. Right. You're a lot straighter from the left side of the ball. Did you yeah. see Dustin Johnson with that left-handed that was un- that, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. up against the tree, and he put, that it to put like spin on feet. it. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's crazy. I'm actually not bad. Like, from the, I was having this conversation last night yeah. with my friend Jeff and uh, Jeff said to me he saw some of our uh, our uh, segment on uh, tour experience yeah. golf and and he said you know he, was, he goes man you you know your swing looks pretty good right handed I, <laughs> I, I can shoot like I, I know I can break 90 right handed like I've done it a bunch of wow. times at the hunt really? yeah well I get bored sometimes you know and I'll <laughs> it's say so to my, boring to shoot one or two over well I'll just say to card, Robert you know. or Doc hey I'll play the last you know six holes out of your bag and I'll go like two over par for six holes three over par for six holes wow. right handed I hit it like 230 220 there is the not a chance I could break a hundred yeah. left handed yeah. Not a chance. Be good. We should do that this summer. We should. should. Lefty, Lefty, righty Lefty righty challenge. We yeah. We it's, now I got to tell you right this. It, you know I don't know. Like people say, it looks okay. It feels horrible. It, oh yeah. Like it. It must look way better than it feels because mm. it feels like I'm like I have no idea where anything is. Right. Well, I think the big question is what walk up music would we use for the lefty oh. righty challenge? Which would be interesting. Right I said think Fred. Me, me right personally, said Fred. maybe a little Sherry Baby, a little Frankie Valley. Oh Sherry God. Baby? Oh, oh yeah. And I, I, I can hit those high notes. I won't do it right now, but I can hit those high notes. Uh, apparently, or, I won't That either. gives you, like, oh, incentive? Yeah. That fires Fairy me baby? Oh, yeah. Or we just have the crowd, either at the President's Cup or the Ryder Cup, just, just singing. Just maybe, singing? Maybe, maybe it's like, ole, ole, ole? Anne or Bon. Or... <laughs> Or, or some yeah. siwoo as we... Uh, siwoo, shaking it. <laughs> See, I, I had uh, Scully, like, I was thinking no. way different for yeah, Scully. I was, first I I was contemplating that or something like NSYNC. Oh, yeah. It, well, yeah, oh, yeah. good boy band for you. I oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who is this guy in here? Yeah, my, my iPod, you would not want to. So, so David Hearn is going to play with Seamus Power in that event. And oh, wow, like okay. An Irishman and a Canadian. That's I was fantastic. Trying to think, what walk-up music will they use? Maybe I'm thinking, like, Great Big C. Oh, that's that a good works. crossover. That I like that's that, pretty, Bob. That's, very that's a good, good. idea. Like that. That's very good. You've put a lot of thought into that. I like that. I like that <laughs> it's a long. Amazing. Back. <laughs> Our flight was canceled. Yeah. Well, and, and both of them will just crush a Guinness and then and then go to you. That's right? it. You should yeah. crush a Guinness if you're going to be with the Irishman on the first. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Um, yeah. 
So you're going to hit balls this afternoon then? 2.30, Baby Golf and Country Club with our new simulators. I'm very now, excited. have you seen Dustin lately? I he looks saw, fantastic. He does. Dustin's looking strong. We're not, you and I are not the only guys getting in shape for this yeah. season. He's looking schvelt. He looks good. Yeah. All ready to go. Yeah. If only Mother Nature will, will get its act together. See, Bob, we have a lot of reasons to be excited about the start of the season. It just won't come. I know. Like, yeah. just get on with it. But the forecast is not great. No. It's supposed to get a little better by one, Wednesday, getting, Thursday, Friday until like nine. Over 10 degrees no. for the next week. Well, if you guys are out and about this weekend, I know you got to get some training and some running but be safe guys yes, anybody everybody. listening please be safe out there and take your time this ice stuff this is garbage and mm-hmm. and if you're angry like me you just you know you just certainly want to lay off that pedal you don't want to be angry and speeding mm-hmm. not a good thing <laughs> 20 weeks of TaylorMade continues this week m3 driver mm-hmm. this week the only Love way it. you can win subscribe to us on youtube it's for free golf talk canada tv and radio for your chance to win close to 20 thousand dollars worth of tailor-made product including that grand prize worth close to eight thousand a through the bag experience with tailor-made and the stewart golf x9 electric trolley that alone is valued at over three thousand dollars it's a great grand prize subscribe to us on youtube Muskoka Bay Golf Giveaway kicks off May 19th. We will give away every week here on Golf Talk Canada right through to Labor Day a free round of golf at Muskoka Bay during a trivia contest where right now Stan Albatross is the leader in the clubhouse. If you can select my game show name, you will win a free round of golf at Muskoka Bay. And right like now, Alex Tripacino. You can't win, though, Bob. Oh, okay. You can't win. And if it was me, I need to use Wink. I, if you can figure Wink. out a way of using Wink, you're probably going to win. That's a tip. So hit us up at Z-Man, GTCTSN, or at Golf Talk Canada with your suggestions there. And uh, we're back to 30 minutes this week yes, on TV. We Guys, have a great weekend. Thanks for doing it. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. Thank you for listening. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at GolfTalkCanada.ca.